Well, we can start, I guess. Is that is that official? Is that staying in? Yes, it is staying in. Actually, oh, you're actually, so proud of it. No, I'll have to ask my producer and see what she thinks about it because you know I this don't... bit is so lame to you. My uh, producer thinks it's great. I think it's lame to what is it? Yeah, lame to people that have humility, but people with egos think it's great. <laughs> Where's the ego? I'm not talking about myself. I'm talking about the producer. I can't believe you think so low of her. E G O. Whatever, man. Anyways. The villain of Guardians of the Galaxy uh, Volume 2. That's the villain's name? Ego? Let me... Uh, I kind of wanted you to watch these movies, so just forget I said that because that's a spoiler, actually. <laughs> okay. Whoops. <laughs> well, if you haven't watched a movie that came out, what, in like 2016? Uh, 17, I think. Around about that time, then. 17. Uh, we're sorry for that, I guess. 76. But anyways... Is Melissa wearing perfume? Me. Oh, okay. Anyways, um, so earlier today, my mom sent... Don't look. You can't see it yet. I'm going to reveal it. Earlier today, my mom sent me something that one of her friends had sent her, and I thought it was so wild and crazy because, first of all, I don't remember what I'm about to show you, and um, you know, it just happened a really long time ago, so my mom has been best friends with uh, my second grade teacher probably since before I was in the second grade because they both taught at the same school. And I was in her class, of course, and we took a class picture at some point and she sent it to my mom who then sent it to me. And um, well, here it is. See if you can point me out. I think I found you instantly. (laughs) Yeah. Maybe. Well, yeah, this is second grade. Yes. Mm. I was like seven, seven years old. You're kind of funny looking. Yeah. I don't know why I was making this face and like not looking at the camera at all. But yeah, Mm. I was, um, I was always the shortest person in my class. So obviously I was in the front, but I don't know if I'm going to post this anywhere. So if you're listening to this. Sorry, but uh, you're just going to have to use your imagination. (laughs) That's the man. This is prime uh, podcast content. Nothing like excluding the audience. Well, you know, you just just got to get a use your brain. okay? but the the picture itself isn't really the wild part, but it's mostly just everyone in it, because I do remember most of these people and I kind of have a story for each of them. So the girl standing next to me, her name is I'm not going to say any of their last names, but her name is Conan. And she was from Japan. And I remember she started school with me in kindergarten. And I distinctly remember her not speaking English. And I remember one of our teachers asked her to write her name. And she like wrote it, but in Japanese. And the teacher was like, no, sweetie, in English. But clearly she didn't know English. Obviously, she learned after a while. And she stayed with us up until fifth grade, which that was when the like school ended. And after that, you went to middle school. Um, But after the fifth grade, she went back to Japan. And I don't know if you remember what happened in Japan in like 2011, but it was a giant earthquake slash tsunami that happened at that time. And I remember seeing that and wondering, like, you know, was she okay? Like what part of the country she was from? Because I don't think I knew. Um, the kids standing next to her. Are you, are you, there's like, there's like, 15 I don't, I don't kids have here. everything for all of these children. Okay. There's like 20 kids here. 
Maybe. I'm not about to count them all. But the kid standing next to her, that's Tyler. There's not really a story for him, but I remember he wrote to the author of Hank the Cowdog. I don't know if you remember those books. They were like elementary school or like grade or what do you call them? Chapter books. And he's actually still alive. I'm astonished. The man is so old. And um, that's uh, notable because he actually wrote back to my classmate and we got to read the letter in class. So I thought that was really cool because I love those books in elementary school. So the girl standing next to him, her name was Jenny, and she went to my church, which was notable because um, growing up we were Catholic and I think I knew maybe one other person at my church who also went to school with me. So there's not a lot of Catholics there, I guess. I don't know. The girl standing next to her, I legit forgot her name, which is kind of embarrassing because I went to school with her all the way up until graduation. But I remember we started, (laughs) we actually started beefing like my senior year of high school for like the weirdest reasons. I don't know who this kid is. I am struggling to remember. I don't think this is fun for the audience or me. Wow. I'm trying to share memories with you. Well, see, I, I think, I don't know if it's engaging. Uh... Cause here, wait, wait, wait. First, let me say if you're if if this is what we're gonna do for like fifteen minutes or so, it's not gonna be fifteen minutes. Five I don't have minutes anything or so. For most of the people in these top two, then rows. you gotta upload the picture. But then also, okay. Melissa and I have run into this issue where it's like, uh, well, I'll bust out the old yearbooks. I got them upstairs right now, mm-hmm. and like I'll go through it as excited as you are right now, telling yeah. Melissa about all the people, all the faces, and Melissa doesn't care for the most part and so it's just i think it's just like you can enjoy it good for you melissa says the same thing well you can you can sympathize with me so surely you know what that feels like doesn't make me doesn't make me care (laughs) because melissa can do the same thing to me melissa can be like oh look at the like look at these people and i'll be like yeah okay like unless the story's got some juice if it's just like some of them do uh uh-huh Give, so, just just stick go, go go straight to the juice you know okay well i was about to but you so rudely cut me off we'll so, see i i don't I, know who this bored. kid is uh-huh the kid standing next to him he got arrested for murdering a police officer i want to say last year nice see this is the juice that's a guy yes him right there okay um interesting yeah. We didn't go to high school together, but... How did you keep track of this person when you were in second grade for so long? Joseph, I'm from a very small town. Yeah. It's very hard not to keep track of some of these people. Is it? Yeah. Especially when you went to high school with most of them. Well, actually not most of them. Uh, There's really not that many stories. I was well, just going to go through a few. I get, it's I, just the first row. Most of these people I remember. <laughs> the second row, only a couple. Third and fourth. Legit don't know. I think as someone who moved around a lot and switched schools a couple times and doesn't have social media, I don't keep track of anybody. I don't keep track of these people on social media, but, you know, these are just things that I remember. I mean, this that was on You the remember news. that he killed someone recently? Because it happened last year. Okay. And it was kind of a big deal, actually, because he... Well, how'd you even know it was the same guy? Because you remember Well, I his know name. his name, and mm-hmm. I remember his face. What if it was a different guy? Same name? It... It wasn't. I don't know what to tell you. And also, when this happened, my second grade teacher, who was, again, my best friend's mom, you know, told my mom about it. And obviously how devastating it is that one of her former students did something like that. But, you know, such is life in small town Alabama. Mm-hmm. Um, so don't know who that is. Don't know who that is. 
This kid's name is Landon, and me and him were the best friends in the second grade. Like, we would get in trouble because we would just make each other laugh a lot in class. And we were in the gifted program together. And when we got to, like, the the free play section of, like, our gifted day, because it was only one day a week, we would always do marble run. I don't know if you know what that is, but it's like you build the thing and you put the marble in and it goes down. And he would always work on the top and I would always work on the bottom and we always try to make it as tall as possible and as intricate as possible. So I've honestly been wondering about him recently. I've been getting the urge to like look him up just to see what happened to him because I'm pretty sure all of the, the white faces you see in this picture went to private school after fifth grade. And everybody else went to the public school. They continued going to the public schools. So third row, this kid, his name was Antonio. And he died, I want to say, maybe two years ago. And I can't remember why. I can't remember if it was like violence related or drug related. But I remember something happened where he ended up falling, hitting his head and having a seizure. And he ended up dying from that. And I always thought that was, was a kind fun, of... It was a fun podcast. I mean, hey, we're, we're reminiscing. We are, yeah. I remember that kid. I remember I was there when he died. I watched it happen. Anyway. <clears throat> um, let's see. I'm struggling to see. Okay, this girl, her name is Elizabeth. And I wrote a whole story about this that's on my medium, which you should be reading, listeners. Um, where they she, won't. Anyway, she taunted me while I was in the fifth grade because I was afraid of ghosts. And I remember she ended up getting scolded by my teacher for that. And I was like legitimately like really, really afraid of ghosts. It's a very interesting story, mm. uh, which is why I wrote about it. Um, and I, Yeah, her name was Elizabeth. And one thing about her, we had a school assembly one time. And apparently for a second grader, she could sing quite well. So she got like a singing part along with Jenny, but Jenny couldn't sing as well. And for whatever reason, I remember being confused about this as a kid, but my mom was just like scandalized that this young child could sing really well and she was like this this is an american idol this is <laughs> a school assembly i'm like what it's not that deep mom but anyways um, that's what you said to her in the second grade you said mom chill I your think- vibes you're not passing the vibe check okay mom <laughs> no but i remember being confused <clears throat> um so this girl's name was Lindsay, and two things about her it was probably one of the first sleepovers I've ever been to was at her house for I believe her birthday I think I went maybe two times in a row but it was definitely during my second grade year I remember being super jealous of her because she had a trampoline and let me tell you if you had a trampoline you were neighborhood royalty but thinking back on it she actually lived in like a trailer you know what costs more than a trampoline what a pool I mean yeah but yes so the hierarchy was trampoline pool both and then i mean i didn't really encounter people who had like anything other than that i mean Mm. either you had a trampoline or a pool i mean some people had like basketball hoops i don't care about basketball people have rich grandparents as well that is also true yeah (laughs) okay and also i remember i can't remember what grade this was in but i remember she was out of school for like a while and then she came back and she told everyone she got surgery to get her ears pinned back which i thought was absolutely wild and wacky i had to be in the third or fourth grade when that happened she was also in gifted with me as well i believe and um, i didn't even know that was like something you do but you can tell from this picture they're kind of they're kind of prominent they aren't anymore so you know big ups to her but um that's kind of it there's this kid his name his name was joseph this kid right here and 
he uh, he low key bullied me when I was in like the second grade. Mm-hmm. We we had now a bit I'm of a carrying rivalry. the torch. <laughs> yeah, so um, I can't. I don't really recognize anyone else in this picture. I recognize them, but I don't think there's anything really notable about them. Um, and then there's me looking off to the side for some reason with like two big plaits on my head. So. I thought that was honestly started tearing up at work when I saw that because I was like, man, all these memories came flooding back to me. Yeah. You know, the fact that one of these people is dead and one of these people is probably in jail for life for ambushing a police officer, which is wild. Mm. So ambushing. Yes. Elaborate. Um. Well, I forgot the police officer's name, but it actually kind of got regional attention because he was like sitting in a car or something. I can't remember the details of it because this happened a while ago, but he was sitting in a car, just kind of minding his own business. And then him and like, I think one other person like ran up on him and just like shot him. Mm. And it was actually not far from my house, which is also kind of wild. So it wasn't like, I don't know. It wasn't personal. It was like in. I don't know. I don't know what the motive was. In cold blood. Just like there's a police officer. Let's get him. I really can't remember. <clears throat> I can look into it. Mm. But yeah, that uh, that happened. So, yep, a walk down memory lane, you know. It's just, I guess, thinking back to that time, like, seeing where my life has gone now and, like, where I was when I was in the second grade, like, did The same I... place as everyone else in the second grade. Well, in the okay. second grade. But, you know, did I did I imagine all the things that would happen to me would happen to me, you know? And I always think about these hypotheticals that people do that are, like, super lame, in my opinion. Uh, I was like, if you could go back in time to when you were nine with all your adult knowledge, would you do it? And my answer is always no. Because, like, then I would have to experience all the hardships that I went through again. But with the adult knowledge that, you know, first of all, the knowledge that they're going to happen. And then, you know, knowing how that's going to, like, affect my psyche. I don't think I want to go through that. Well, let's let's dive into that more do you think uh i don't know you think it would be easier or harder or just the same if if you like had to go through it again well i'd still be bad at math so (laughs) it's not it's not oh my god that was a joke um i'll give a real answer i don't know if it would be easier or harder because it's like rereading a book or like rewatching a movie i feel like i don't think so yeah because i mean i've reread books before and like i know what's gonna happen in the book but like it's a book uh-huh it's not you know me having to watch my family members die all over again well this is also like i guess this is also i guess coming from someone who he's doesn't cry at movies so i mean i guess yeah but i cry at real life things i so. know but i think like i, I think my comparison maybe works better for me as someone who like does cry during movies. So I'm trying to think of like something that like, is there like a movie or a show or a book or anything for me? That's like really traumatic that it's like, I wouldn't want to do it again, but I don't, I don't know. Well, I think, I mean, maybe like, um, I think the only thing I can think of off the top of my head is, um, like the passion of the Christ. I think that Mm -hmm. was like a very, um, I don't know, moving movie, for me uh and so it's like part of me wants to experience that again because it's like it's been 
years and years, maybe even a decade or so since I've seen it. And so it's like, how would I react to it again? But also like, I feel like it is uh, a bit of a traumatic and like emotionally taxing movie. So would it be easier the second time around is, is, is just sort of what I'm thinking about these traumatic events. <clears throat> yeah. Is breaking your leg easier when you've already broken it and it's healed? I think emotional things are different. I'm trying to compare it. Uh-huh. For you, for you. Yeah. Well, I've never, I don't know, I've never broken a bone. Mm. I would imagine it would hurt a lot the first and the second time. So mm. that's kind of the point I'm trying to make. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I feel like, well, how are you going back? You're like going back into your kid mind or your kid body with your adult mind. I guess because they always say, you know, with all the with your knowledge now. Yeah. Hmm. I think it would be really like boring (laughs) partially because like, well, also like you say you go back with all the knowledge and it's more like you go back with like the experience. But I don't think you remember most of at least I'm speaking for myself of like you don't remember most of what happened at that age. At least I don't. At age seven. Yeah. Interesting. I really don't. Well, I mean, like, think about not like, not like the big stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, I, I'll, I'll say I don't remember hardly anything. It, it kind of has to be jogged or I need like a reminder before any memories will come back. But um, I'm saying like the day to day, you know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you go to school like five days a week, you're doing like little baby homework you know Mm -hmm. like imagine having to redo that i feel like that would be tedious as like an adult mind Mm -hmm. like because then you'd be this like if it completely changes who you are you'd be this like snot-nosed kid like thinking they're you're smarter than the teacher because you might be your teacher might be like (laughs) 22 and right now we're uh older than that and so am i Second grade teacher is not 22. She was about as old as my mom. Okay, but what about like, like 40-something? some of your high school teachers or your third grade teacher? Okay. My third grade teacher is in her 30s, I believe. Mm. Uh, the only time I had like a really young teacher was one of my English classes. I can't remember. Okay. In high school. But I feel like being a adult trapped in a kid's body would probably make you a very annoying kid you know or i just wouldn't be able to withstand the mental torture and the and you kill yourself well i was going to get there in more flowery language but you know more flowery language should should we use should we talk about such things with flowery language what's wrong with it nothing necessarily i'm i think i was just like what i was going to say you wouldn't want to like like glorify it or something i wasn't gonna glorify it what i was going to say flowery cut me off Uh is that i wouldn't be able to endure all of the mental torture of knowing everything i know now and at some point i would reach my limit and how that would manifest i don't know Mm. i would probably be committed to a mental institution we'll see you get the red shoes you click your feet and you're like there's no place like home and then you wake up back here uh alone in your apartment and then you cry probably it sounds like it sounds like a horror movie yeah yeah wait wait, let's write it let's write it uh right after this you know what i mean why not no how is it a horror movie it's it's my personal horror movie Uh uh-huh where like you 
go and live your kid life again for until you can't take it anymore. And then you wake up uh, in your adult life, which you also can't take anymore. I, I don't know. <laughs> I feel We're getting like, I don't too know. deep. Yeah, whatever. I'm having fun. I, I mean, you're having fun. I'm not. <laughs> well, I don't know. Make it so that I'm not having fun. Give me a hard question. I don't know. I can try to turn the questions back on myself, but I already forgot them. What What keeps you <clears throat> up at night? What keeps me up at night? Uh, Your neighbors. <laughs> uh, well, no, not exactly. Uh, well, that's not what we were talking about, were no. we? But, you know, th- that sounds like a truly horrific scenario to me. Yeah? Yes. I I think maybe I'm not thinking about it too hard. I can... Probably not. Well, maybe. Also, maybe. you are the same person who has told me you've never been to a funeral, so... I mean, there's other hard things. I know. The funeral isn't the end-all, be-all. I know, but I, I feel like that's like a... That's like a... What do you call it? A pivotal moment in one's life. Uh-huh. I think there's other... There's... Maybe it's just my life. I don't know. Uh-huh. I mean, no, I mean, I it's, mean, it is a, it is a, I mean, it, I guess I would assume it is, it is somewhat of a, of a universal experience. Someone or everyone will probably experience one or more funerals in their lifetime. I just haven't yet. Yeah. But I think it <clears> sticks out as much as it does for me because one of my earliest memories is uh, my grandmother dying of cancer. So mm. I remember... She was in a hospice somewhere around here. Um, And she was like, she barely looked like a person anymore, but she was still alive, but like barely clinging on. And I had to be maybe four, three or four years old. And obviously I can't exactly grasp it because one of my, another one of my earliest memories is I'm in like, I think it's a church. It's, it's a funeral home. But at the time I think it's a church and I remember it had red carpets. I remember that specifically. And I'm sitting next to my dad in a pew. And I think there's like, there's probably a casket at the like front of the room that has my grandmother in it. And I'm looking around and I'm very confused because everyone is crying. And also my mom isn't there for some reason. So everyone's crying. My mom, nowhere to be found. And so I look up to my dad and I ask him like, dad, why is everyone crying? And he's like, well, grandma just died. And I'm mm. like, oh. And then I start crying and like, I can't stop. Mm-hmm. And my dad has to like carry me out of the room. That's one of my earliest memories. Really? So I think, you know, death has a strange place in my life. So considering that's like one of the first things that I remember having. To, that's like when I came online, you mm-hmm. know, so. That's when you entered the matrix. Exactly. Um, what is it? I, well, I don't, I think. I mean, are you still going to, to like therapy? Yes. Okay. I've, well, I think. Don't even think we've said it on the podcast, but therapy review. You can edit it out. The producer can, can determine uh, if it needs to be edited. But <laughs> um, what is it? Well, I mean, therapy reveal. I have an appointment two Wednesdays from now. So mm-hmm. there you go. There you go. Congratulations. Um, anyway, but. Well, I think, well, it seems, it seems like, and there, well, I'm stuttering. <laughs> it seems like I like this exercise because I don't remember and want to. You seem to not like this exercise because you're I can't stop very much. Well, I was going to say you're very much, on, it seems like only remembering the bad stuff. Like, what about like. I mean, I remember the good stuff too. First, just- well, I'm just thinking of like, like. 
I don't know. It seems like you really don't want to relive it because of the bad stuff. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like I want to relive it because I don't remember. And I feel like I I am thinking more of the good stuff than the bad stuff. Mm -hmm. Um, Yeah. Mm -hmm. Whereas I feel like that the bad stuff will be there waiting for you. But what if if it's like you don't. uh, I'm trying to think. Like, what if you don't do you what what if you don't remember the exact day of some of the bad stuff? And so you're just mm-hmm. like living your life again. And going then it to hits school. me unawares. Yeah, that's even worse. Well, I'm thinking of like, again, I'm thinking of like less bad things of like, oh, man, there is like what's like less bad stuff. I don't know. Days I got in trouble or days like kids were really mean to me. But then I feel like I feel like the stuff that scares me more is like the stuff I don't remember or the stuff that like would really only like maybe didn't bother me as a kid, but like would really bother me in hindsight, you know, Mm -hmm. um, that I think would be really tough. Um, yeah, potentially, you know, like what keeps you up at night? (laughs) Uh, what keeps me up at night? smile still all these months from now really yeah are you serious no but now now tonight it will probably i'll be turning out the lights and i'll be thinking of her just like sitting in a dark corner smiling you know that movie was unbelievably corny i mean tomato tomato that got you tomato tomato it was corny almost to the point of being funny yeah yeah I don't know, man. You go, you go to like YouTube reviews. A lot of the comments, people are like, "Yo, this movie's real scary." Because they're babies. Okay, I'm a baby. <laughs> Deal with it. Anyway. Um. Also, what is another thing keeping me up at night? Not really, but maybe a little. Mm-hmm. Uh, me and Melissa went to go see the movie Missing. Uh, recently. Is that the? Yeah, that's one. the one. Yeah. Okay. No, I will see. Ya. Man, you weren't supposed to answer. I was supposed to say that's the one before you said anything. It would have okay. been real funny. The audience would have died of laughter. We would have had no audience left because they would be dead. <laughs> we would attend each and every one of their funerals. Um, it would be your first time. Yeah. Wow. Um. Anyway, missing. Uh. It's. It's not like. Say what you said again. The, the iPhone, iPhone one. one? Yeah. I don't know if it's that. I, the iMessage. Yeah, that's true. That is that is on the poster, but no, that's anyway. It's it's an it's another movie where it's like takes place entirely on like on a computer screen. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, where like like Hypnospace Outlaw. Have you heard of that game? No. Okay. But you know, daughter, her mom leaves. Her mom goes missing. She's looking for her. I don't want to say anything else because that's on the internet apparently. Huh? I said on the internet, apparently. Well, it's not like on the internet, but it's like whenever they do need like to show actors or like have not necessarily exposition, but it's like, you know, you use like FaceTime or you Mm -hmm. use, they use like um, house security cameras to like show outside of the house. Like, I think it is very clever and creative and, and cool. Um, Well, I think it was cool when I did the first time. For searching. Whatever the first one was. Uh huh. Have you seen it? No, but I've heard of it, obviously. Uh huh. So but why is it? Why can't they do it twice? Because the novelty is worn off. You haven't seen either of them. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but I I know of the novelty of them. Uh-huh. It's like you can't do Blair Witch twice, right? The first time you get everybody, then it's clearly great. you can because 
paranormal activity made a shit ton of money. I mean, yeah, but did people think it was real? The, does that matter? That was kind of the, the point allure of, of Blair Witch, though. People thought it was real. It was but, marketed as if it had like actually happened. Yeah. Like it was found footage. Like we found this footage. Yeah. And now we're showing it to you. I think, well, I think it's different time frames. Blair Witch coming out, I think, at the end of the 90s. Uh, but then Paranormal Activity coming out in the internet age where it's mm-hmm. like people aren't going to fall for that anymore. Mm-hmm. Um, now, is but is that part of the appeal of searching or missing? Well, I think the <clears throat> the novelty of it is like, oh, it, it's computer. Oh, right. Man, you yeah. really nailed it. You have like... <laughs> You have captured the zeitgeist. I think you're totally right. And yet, yeah, actually, now that I think about it, this movie sucks. Uh, I hate it. Actually, don't go watch it. uh, But you understand what I'm saying, right? No, because I think you need to say more than uh, computer. uh, (laughs) Well, like it's um, it's unconventional filmmaking. Yeah. In that specific way. Uh huh. That's the novelty of it. So it has to stay unconventional to not that it has to stay unconventional it just has you know a shelf life i think a shelf life yeah okay here wait wait i don't think the entire point like or what is it it's not the selling point that it's on computer it's uh it's like it's a it's it's gimmick it's it's to kind of get people like ever so slightly interested and like oh that sounds kind of unique but it's Mm -hmm. like if the gimmick got seats and it's like oh this is actually a really good movie which by the way i haven't seen searching i've only seen missing Mm -hmm. um then it proves itself you no longer need the gimmick now it's just its own new thing Mm -hmm. you know what i mean so it's like it hasn't lost Well, okay you just said this is the first one you've seen yeah this little duo franchise yeah whatever (laughs) So, you know, the the novelty isn't lost on you because you're you're still new to it. It's but, your first time experience. But I'm not it. seeing it because of that. That's not mm-hmm. like that's not the whole reason I'm seeing it. You know what I mean? Okay. It's still a good story. It's just like uh it's in a unique package. But mm-hmm. it's like even if it wasn't in that package, that's not why I'm going to see it, you know? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So why did you see it? I heard it was good. Uh, okay. the reviewers I follow on YouTube From were IGN. like, well, I don't think IGN reviewed it. I think it was okay. entirely, I think it was just Chris Stuckman actually. Um, Another you know who that is? Source. Okay. What's, I trust my sources. What's wrong with that? Cause you dunk on me sometimes for seeing things mm. on Twitter and be like, oh, you saw it on Twitter. Was that, well, who, <sighs> you saw the Banshees of Inishirin because of Twitter? No, I think I saw a trailer for it before a movie. So what 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 movie have I dunked on you for seeing because Twitter recommended not, it? Not specifically movies, just like anything. Okay, but we're talking about movies and okay. recommendations right now. Okay. That's not, yeah. Anyway. Get out of here. <laughs> um, Chris Duckman. Mm-hmm. Generally, my tastes align with him. I heard it was good. I hadn't seen Searching. Uh but I really liked it. Uh, mm-hmm. But I, I guess I was also, this kind of ties back into like trauma and things like that. Very, uh, well, that if you know my, well, oh man, give me a, give me a second. Okay. I don't like, ah, frick. Okay. I don't want to spoil the movie, but there is like, there is reasons in the movie that it like, 
it like hit close to home for me. That's all I'll mm-hmm. say. You know what I mean? But I don't want to like spoil it, but maybe I just did. If I have you, zero context. If you think about my life and like, I don't know, things like that. Anyway, so all that to say, I think that that like emotional connection and that kind of like. Um, I gotta look up a synopsis. For no, this. don't spoil it. it. I okay, just okay. need to know for my own You're going to spoil it for yourself? I don't want to see it. Why? I just don't want to. Okay. Because you're lame. Because Twitter didn't recommend it. No, because the novelty wore off with the first one. <clears throat> with the first one that you didn't see. Exactly. Because the novelty didn't wear off for me when I haven't seen the first one. When you haven't seen the first one either. What the frick are you talking about, Aaron? Seriously. Seriously. Screen life. Is that what it's called? Now, you know, this whole, the synopsis Unfriended. isn't going to make sense. That was the first one. I, I mean, does it matter? Maybe. When this yeah, becomes its yeah, own that's genre. The one, that's the one I was talking about. Yeah. Not whatever you said. Searching. Yeah. Because this one, this is one's from 2014. Anyways. Yeah. And you keep talking. Uh-huh. I will keep talking and she will keep not listening. I am listening. Yeah. I'm just also not talking. Yeah. Maybe just not caring, you know? She's like, yeah, movie sucks. I'm not going to see it. Let me look up the synopsis real quick. If you just go to the last paragraph, it's not going to make sense. Okay. Um. Oh. Because there's there's a this isn't exactly a spoiler, but there's a lot of plot twists in the movie. Every every like it's too long. I'm not reading. Exactly, that's what I thought. So there you go. Now you have to see it. Yay! Or I could just not. I'm buying it on Blu-ray. You're coming over. You're coming over, and I will hold you hostage, Clockwork Orange style. Your eyes will be, uh, I don't even know, uh, clawed open. How how do they do it? Clamped open. Little little clamps. Little. I don't know how they it do keep, it, but it like spreads your eyelids. I'll find it and I'll use that on you. So you have to watch missing. Okay. Um, anyway, movie was really good, but felt like it might keep me up at night because it was very intense and I had my own personal connection to it that made me relate to it and made it all the more scary. Mm. Um, so it keeps up you, you up at night. <laughs> the fact that we haven't done the intro yet and it's been 33 minutes. Well, see, that's okay because we are, that just makes us cool. Because you know who okay. else is cool? Uh, who? Troy Baker. Okay. Do you know who that is? Yeah, but I'm failing to see the connection. Okay, well, wait, wait, Troy Baker. You know who else is cool on top of Troy Baker? Oh. Alana Pierce. Okay. Uh, and then there's some other, there's also some other cool people. Uh, Austin Wintery. And Mike Bithell. Don't uh, know who that is. Exactly. See, because you're lame. Uh, but, you know, I I have action. I have enough coolness for the both of us, okay? Um, Are you going to explain the connection? Between- they So all four of those people I listed have a podcast, and I okay. listen to this podcast, and it's uh, a decent podcast. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the most recent episode I listened to, which is, like, very old, uh, they did the intro mm-hmm. as the outro basically. Cause they like us cause mm-hmm. we're, I'm, I'm cool. Like they, <laughs> like they are cool. Um, okay. so you want to bite their style really very like uncool thing. No, they, they're, I'm just saying we're, we're, you know, uh, you know, great minds think alike. That's all I'm saying. So they okay, so you ramble, style. they ramble, we ramble. Style-like. Um, Hey, I mean, if I'm biting the style, it's still that, that's just more for me, less for you. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, um, just let me do the intro. God. I mean, you gotta you gotta bite some eventually, because like y- you got nothing right now, honestly. Um, okay. So anyway, so uh, 
What is it? They like to ramble. You're still going? Yeah, I know, because you keep interrupting. They like to ramble. Because I'm trying to do the intro. They like to ramble. <laughs> and they were like, oh, we really need to do the intro. And then the basically the podcast was an hour long, and they did the intro at like 59 minutes. And and basically we're like, all right, this is uh, this show, and uh, we'll see you next week. <laughs> so, yeah, it's all that to say they're cool people. I'm and you a, want to bite their stuff. I'm a cool people. And so if we if you know, if we happen to, you know, do bite the same thing accidentally. It feels like it's on purpose. Ain't no harm point, to me. Because you're like actively preventing me from Yeah, but like, I mean so anyway, so what keeps me up at night? Um Joseph. What is it? Uh anyway, this is the thirty-fifth episode of the Not Just Aaron podcast. I am Aaron and you are annoying. I am not Troy Baker. Obviously. Anyway. Maybe I am, though. This is a voice episode. They're all voice episodes. I actually hired Troy Baker to play me this this episode. <laughs> he spent a couple weeks learning my speech patterns. Uh, he did not come cheap. I am actually in serious debt now. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, so he is uh, playing me for this episode. Yeah. I wrote a script and everything. He's reading off of it right now. In... I wrote it in the third person. He's reading it, uh, I guess, in the first person, deep in character. He is a method actor. Anyway, done. anyway, going back to childhood trauma. Uh, you didn't let me answer. What? What keeps me up at night? I, I mean, I thought you I thought you asked me that question because you were already, you had basically already said without being asked and wanted to move on. Oh, I do want to move on, though. Okay. So anyway, so... Um, keeps me up at night well i would say joseph you already answered you know you were talking about like um i'll just say that i feel like i don't remember a lot of my childhood Mm -hmm. and it doesn't necessarily keep me up at night but it's like you know repressed memories trauma things like that if i don't remember any of it that sounds a little rough to me Mm -hmm. yeah I don't know if this has anything to do with it, and we have got to move on. I don't know if this has anything to do with it, but I I did journal a lot when I was a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I actually started in the second grade because my mom got me and my brother matching, like, little pink and blue notebooks, and my brother just scribbled in his, and I, you know, I kept a journal because, I don't know. I still have it, too. It's it's back. Only the second grade one? No, I have uh, that one, the one from fourth grade, fifth grade. I have one from high school. And I kept a journal very consistently all throughout college. And that's like three notebooks. And what about outside of college? Well, I'm trying to start up now again. So I started journaling in sophomore year of college and I did it very consistently that whole year. And then since then, it's kind of like dwindled and dwindled where it's like back in like sophomore year of college, I would journal like once a day. Now I journal like once a month. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I think I want to do it more, but it's like, I don't know. Maybe I don't have as much uh, college angst to get out, you know? Because I sure did have a lot. Oh, Mm -hmm. Lord. Yeah. Did? Past tense? I'm not in college anymore. Oh, so it's just regular angst? Yes. Uh, (laughs) Adult angst. Adult angst. Yeah. A dangst. (laughs) Yeah, I, um, it wasn't at the behest of my therapist, but my therapist did suggest it. And I was like, oh, I'm already doing that mm. ahead of the game. Did you? Um, what? What are you about to ask? Did you cry 
when Paul Walker died? No. Really? I didn't have any emotional connection to the Fast and Furious franchise. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even cry when, um. oh, what's his name? John Dunsworth died. Who's that? He's Mr. Leahy in Trailer Park Boys. He died in 2018. Mm. I was very upset about it, but I did not cry. Mm. Would you have cried if you had went to his funeral? Probably, because I, I really don't like funerals. Yeah. Just cause you wouldn't cry because it's like, oh my God, he's gone. You'd just be like, man, I really don't want to be here. Um, Basically, yes. Mm. I, Next question. So what if like epic prank, okay? Epic prank idea. Um, okay. What if I die? <laughs> That's and such then, an epic prank. And then uh, like, but but then you're like crying at my funeral, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and then... I don't want to think about these things. And then, well, wait, wait, wait. And then uh, basically I pre-recorded a video making okay. fun of you for crying at my funeral. I'm like, oh, what a loser, dude. Freaking. Honestly, if you did that, that would kind of be a sleigh. Not going to lie. It would, kind of be, it would honestly be really funny. Yeah. Especially if I didn't know you did it. That would be hilarious. Yeah. Uh, I Here, wait, I, I, let me be right back real quick. Uh, <laughs> Are you planning on dying soon? I mean, I can just have it ready for, you know, in case it, in case I need to. You write um, it into your will. Have this plate at my funeral. Yeah. Make sure Aaron's there. Melissa's crying too, but like she, maybe it's, she's cracking up a little bit. Yeah. Um. Anyway, no. Uh. What is it? Why did I ask that? Oh, okay. Because like Paul Walker. So. Um, is he coming back from that next Fast movie, Fast 10. Well, well, what is it? The trailer for Fast, I don't know if it's Fast 10 or Fast X, but um, the next Fast and the Furious movie, the trailer's coming out, I guess I assume during the Super Bowl or maybe a day before. It's one of these days because um, mm-hmm. they've apparently been releasing a trailer for like all the previous movies counting up to this one. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've never seen any of them, but mm-hmm. uh, these trailers... They're only like a minute long, but they're kind of hype. I'm like, man, I feel like I'm missing out. I want to see these these movies. You know what I mean? Like yeah. they look, they look so American in the <laughs> in the uh, in the best and worst way possible wow. at the same time. And so I'm like, I'm like, man, I feel like I feel like I'm missing part of the culture, you mm-hmm. know, uh, right now. And so anyway, watch too. Tokyo Drift was pretty good. Yeah, that's mm-hmm. the third one. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> um. Wait, what was the second one then? Too Fast, Too Furious. Okay, it was definitely Tokyo Drift then. Yeah, Tokyo Drift is the third one still. Um, But anyway, the trailer's kind of hype. Makes me want to see it. I'm curious about the the 10th one. Um, But then I also asked that because, yeah, I've never seen any of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, But like one day I was like uh, home alone and I don't remember why. Maybe I was doing some chores and wanted to listen to some music um you listen to see you again yeah i listened to that with like the music video with like the snippets <laughs> from the movie um, i'm sorry it's not funny but that music video is so corny really yes Did, wow maybe okay well i mean this this will this will take a it's just like the slow motion with the I, what's I wrong know. with that it's, it's a just, tribute i know but it feels corny to me i'm sorry <laughs> i mean maybe maybe i mean well here it's gonna get cornier so like well did you cry I so here wait wait so like I I I guess I haven't seen any of the movies mm-hmm. don't really have like any emotional connection to like 
Paul Walker at all. So I maybe maybe I'm just like logic, you know, I'm a corny dude, you know, uh, because, yeah, it really the music video and the song like uh, really moved me. And so I just like I just started like weeping, like like really crying like hard because um, I was like, oh, man, this is so sad. Like um, maybe it's because that song got played to death when it first came out like yeah. on the radio and stuff. And yeah. I was just like, oh, not this again. You mm-hmm. know? Yeah. But anyway, no. Yeah. So like. I haven't seen the movies. I've seen that music video. Made me cry very hard. Uh, I was very sad for a time. Uh, But yeah. Anyway, the the trailers for the the previous movies kind of hype, you know? Mm. There's a tank. There's a submarine. They kind of spoil the movies too, but that's fine. I'm not watching it. There's any plot to spoil. No, yeah. Fast and the Furious is like, it's like the Shakespearean. It is now. It's about family. What's better than that? <laughs> anyway, it was, oh, one of my fake husbands is going to be in the new one, but that still won't get Jason Momoa. Yes, yeah, because he's been in some stinkers. Yeah, have I told you about um, my girl? Yeah, I don't want you to. I think um, I saw your Letterboxd review. Yeah, it was. It was. Which do you just, do you just not watch movies anymore? Because you don't upload to Letterboxd. Period. I I don't know. Let's see. The other day I watched Emma. I just didn't log it because then it would just be another rewatch and have anything new to say. And then, I mean, you could just log it just for the, I guess, I like the giving reviews. Okay. And then let's see. I feel like this was either last week or like two weeks ago. So no know. review means no log. Yes. I still log it whether I review it or not. Though I, okay. I feel like for the most part, I, I review. I've, I've reviewed like 99% of the things I've logged. Mm. Yeah. Well, two weeks or one or two weeks ago, I can't remember. I watched um, In Bruges with. Oh, God. Eyebrows and the old guy. I can't remember their names. Eyebrows and the old guy. My two favorite actors. <laughs> but I watched that, but I also, I watched it at night because it's like two hours long and I fell asleep on it and I didn't finish it. So, of course, I couldn't like, you know, log it because I didn't finish it. <laughs> so, I'm trying to think of anything else that I saw. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not watching movies these days. There's not really anything in the theaters that I want to see. I do kind of want to see A Knock of the Cabin. I have sheer curiosity. Really? Yeah. That's surprising. Really? I feel like you, given the movies that I've taken you to scene that you have absolutely hated, uh, I guess, for example, Smile, The Black, the black Phone. Uh, I don't like that one, yeah. I feel like, you. I don't know, you strike me as, a, as an M. Night Shyamalan hater. <laughs> You're like, yeah, his movies are trash. I then again, maybe you just haven't seen them. Well, I've seen Unbreakable. <clears throat> yeah, it's a good one. I yeah. think it's probably the only good ones. The only good one is I don't M- know. I don't hot know. Hot take: other M Night movies. Shyamalan's only good movie is Unbreakable. What are his other movies then? Signs, Split, um, Glass, Sixth The Sixth Sense. Okay, that, that is him. him. I haven't seen it still. The Last Airbender. We're not um, going to talk about her. Have you? You haven't even seen the show. No, but I know it's oh my God. universally disliked. That's the that's the that's the Twitter in you. You're like No, that's not the Twitter in me. That's the Reddit in me, which is honestly really? the worst side. Yes. I I I don't know. I find that hard to Because I only ever see that movie discussed on Reddit. Yeah. Anyway. Old I'm not list I'm just old listing is like his, a mean movie. I'm just listing his movies, not necessarily the ones I think good mm-hmm. I think are good, just so you know, the happening. Uh um lady in the water the village wait what's the village <clears throat> the new poster 
Uh, it has it has um Bryce Dallas Howard in it, and I think Joaquin Phoenix maybe. Okay, I've never seen it. Yep. Oh, and Sigourney Weaver. Wow. Well, uh, literally, like almost it? all of his movies, I think, except for The Sixth Sense, are all like, like very hit or miss, loved or hated. Like, it's either like an eight out of ten or like a four out of ten, <laughs> depending mm-hmm. on who you ask. Um, yeah. Is that it? Well, okay. You want to see his whole IMDb? You want me to list all of them? Play, pray. Wait, oh my God. I listed most of them. After Earth was in my shovel. Yep. God, okay. Yep. Never seen them. Well, I think I like to think of myself as a big fan, but uh, maybe I'm not because I've really, I really only kind of like, I kind of like Signs. I really like Unbreakable. I really like Split. Glass is ass. Uh, Old is not good. Uh, and that's about it. Mm. That's I think that's what I've seen. But I think I've told you before that I'm very reluctant to like start watching movies because my time is precious these days. Clearly. And what are you spending it on? Mostly just YouTube. Like okay. That's so precious. Yeah, I know. But I was home. I can't even remember what day this was, but I was. I don't know if I worked that day or what. Probably not. I can't even remember. But I was at home. And I was sitting at my desk and I realized, like, I don't know what to do with my time anymore, which is kind of depressing. What you enjoy? I mean, yeah, but I don't know. She's like, but I don't enjoy anything anymore. Well, that's It's like, dear God, Aaron, go to a psychiatrist. I am. Take antidepressants. I'm not depressed. Mm. Probably. I'm not a psychiatrist, though. But anyways... I mean, I, I sort of started playing video games again. I mean, I really started during the um, Martin Luther King three-day weekend with uh, Fez and Half-Life 2. And I started playing Stardew Valley again recently. So that's fun. But I don't know. Good for you. And your battle against depression. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to buy some books. Yeah? Like, what books? Okay, I'll tell you. Also, here, wait. One of them isn't out yet. I, I want to put... <sighs> No, I won't do that. What, um, what, what were you about to say? It doesn't have to do with you. Okay. Um, e G O. <laughs> what did I even say? <laughs> I don't know. I'm maybe I'm being a little antagonistic. I think I think you are. I was. I think okay. Here, wait, wait. Maybe it was a joke, but I think I was gonna say something about someone else. But I was like, maybe that'll be too rude. For the podcast, but I can tell you like off the podcast. Okay. Um, but then I, you were like, what were you going to say? And then I was like, it wasn't about you. And he was like, then you're like, oh, I don't care then. <laughs> so I, I didn't like, even say that. Yeah, I know. But that that that's that's the way I interpreted it or heard it. So you I thought it was kind of funny. Correctly. Of course. My mistake. Anyways. Ma'am. The books that I would purchase mm-hmm. would be My Last Innocent Year, which comes out, I want to say on the 14th or whenever next week so these aren't even out yet you don't even know if they're good well i want to read new books yeah what's wrong with old books i mean nothing but i just i was looking for new well i was specifically looking for new nonfiction releases because i want to read some more nonfiction. Mm-hmm. um and this one came up on just like a general list and it's fiction but you know i read the synopsis and it's like five other books that i've read before so i thought you know it'd be a safe read i would definitely like it and the other one is called her pretty face it's a bit longer than I typically go for um, in that it's 368 pages. 
which is, you know, beefy, way over my limit. And it came out in 2019. Aaron's like, I only read books that are 100 pages or less. And 50 of those pages need to be pictures. I have been trying to adhere to an under 300 pages rule because I just can't do long books anymore. Again, my my time is precious. Because the vibes are off, right? No. The book vibes, they're not uh, syncing up. Anyway, there have been some exceptions to this rule. Most notably, the nonfiction <clears throat> book, uh, Unmask Alice, which is a fantastic read. I encourage everyone to go read it. It's over 300 pages, but you'll be through it like that. I stayed up until like 11 at night reading it so I could finish it. And I got through like one third of the book. What's it about? So, have you heard of the book, uh, Go Ask Alice? No. Well, it's a book that was purported to be a true story about a girl who starts taking LSD and basically her life falls apart. It's like a cautionary tale. Pretty sure there's a song called Go Ask Alice. There is. It was in the trailer of... Stranger Things? No. Matrix? Yes. Yeah. And um, that's where the title originated from, actually. The song? Yes. Okay. So, the song came first and then the book. And so um, basically it's about how this woman, Beatrice Sparks, built an empire off of lies and kind of also ruined a family's life in the process because of one of her other books that was purported to be true, which was heavily plagiarized from a real person's journals. And eventually people read the book, found out who it was who it was actually about. Sorry. <laughs> so this is a book about a book? Um, yeah, well, it's a book about two books specifically, Go Ask Alice and Jay's Journal, but it's also about the satanic panic in like the 80s and 90s and kind of the resurgence, well, no, not the resurgence of it, but the origins of it. And also it's about Beatrice Sparks, mm. the author who made up these stories. Because they're not true stories. And I was kind of fascinated by it because one time when I was in high school, my mom took me to a bookstore. It was a Barnes and Noble. And this was a rare occurrence because there are no bookstores in my hometown. There are now. There weren't when I was growing up. Mm. And um, it was kind of dangerous for my mom because she knew if I went in there, I was going to be buying some things and she would have to pay for them, which is why we never went. She had to pay for them? Were you spoiled? No, it wasn't. Spo- That's why she never took me. So she wouldn't have to buy me a bunch of But books. why would she have to? Why can't she just like take you to the store and then say, uh, no, Aaron, I'm not buying anything for you? Well, then why would she take me to the store? I don't just to make you somewhat happy. Just to look at things. My mom would not do that. <clears throat> Which is why I never set foot in a Toys R Us. Mm. Sounds anyway. like you were a tyrant. <laughs> No, I, j- I just said I like my mom books. would not take books. me somewhere without buying me something. Thank you very much. Okay, that's not necessarily, <clears throat> but whatever. We were in a Barnes and Noble, and I saw the book Go Ask Alice, and I was like, by anonymous. And I was like, oh, what's this about? And I ended up reading, I want to say like the first 50, no, the first like four, uh, 30 to 40 pages in the store. It's not a very long book at all. <clears throat> and I think I get, well, you don't know what I'm talking about, but I get to the part where she like, has a bad trip for the first time, the Alice in the book. So are we talking about Go Ask Alice? Or are we we're talking, talking about, about Go Ask Alice because oh. that came out in like... I thought we are talking about a book about Go Ask Alice. I know. I'm saying I got interested in that book about Go Ask Alice because I had read it. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was true at the time because it said, by anonymous. Ooh, mm. scandalous. Um, eventually, I did find out that it wasn't real. 
And then this book was coming out. It came out last year and I bought it on release and I read it and it was like a very fascinating story. So I want people to read it. And that actually, that does sound really interesting. Um, too bad you have inspired me to not read any books over 300 pages. As soon as we're done recording, I'm throwing it's very all of my Harry Potter books away because they're all over 300 pages. Okay. Anyways, um, <laughs> It's broken up into like a bunch of chapters and sometimes the chapters are only like one or two pages. So like you'll find yourself reading through it a lot. And it's also really well written. That's another thing because I've read some nonfiction where it was written by people who think, well, I don't know. I was given this book, right? I, you weren't there because we didn't take that class together. But it, one of my English classes in college, I can't remember which one, but I took... I'm going to oof out his name because I feel like it, but I took Ooh. And for whatever reason, I don't know why. It was really weird. But at the end of the semester, he decided to gift me two books. Uh, one of them was like a book of like 500 film directors. And the other one was a book whose name I cannot remember, but it was about the all black uh, regiment during World War II that got like massacred, um, which is a really interesting story if you read about it. But the book is written terribly. Oh my God, it's one of the worst books I've ever read. And I think he meant well when he gifted me that book because again, it's a very interesting story, but wow, I've never read a worse book in my life. What made it terrible? Just, okay, so it's a nonfiction book, right? But for whatever reason, these authors decided that instead of just presenting the information in like a documentary way they started to insert dialogue where they're like what is none and the dialogue wasn't even good mm. right and i don't know it's just it was the way it was written was like really bad so yeah i can't remember the name of the book to dissuade people from reading it but it, it was just it was just that bad but yeah, I have read some really good nonfiction though. For example, the uh, the House of Gucci book is really good. However, I think I got got by false advertising with that because I was expecting it to be just about the murder of Maurizio, but it ends up being about like the entire history of the Gucci company up to like 2002, which happens to include Maurizio's murder. So all that was really interesting. I just wanted to get to the good stuff. And it takes a really long time to get the to it. murder. Yeah, because I mean, it's it's advertised as like, ooh, the scandal behind the murder and the famous family and the luxury fashion brand, which you know, kind of false advertising. Don't don't exactly like that. They clickbaited you. Exactly, I got clickbaited by a book, which mm. is really unfortunate, and I I still haven't finished it, and I think I'm gonna donate it because I don't want to finish it. Where are you gonna donate it? Uh, Goodwill. Mm. Yeah. So Valentine's Day is coming up. Yeah. Yep. Anything to say? How long have you been recording? Oh my God. 59 minutes. I guess I do have something to say then. <laughs> um, I mean, yeah, Valentine's Day is coming up. Um, yeah. That's it. Uh, what do you want me to say? I don't know. What are your feelings about it? What are my feelings? Thoughts, um, feelings, It's comments. a day. I think I don't really, I feel like I don't really like celebrate a lot of days. I feel like I'm not like a very like festive 
person. But I think that that and just yet comes. And you still have this Christmas tree up. Exactly. Um, How about that? Um, but I think that's just more of like a family thing. Um, or I don't know. It just didn't seem like we like celebrated or gotten the spirit of you know whatever holiday uh whether halloween thanksgiving christmas it's like of course we participated uh i just feel like it was almost more like we were obligated to than like we enjoyed it or made like a a big deal or fun out of it but um it's not to say i have anything against them i just kind of i don't know i i just kind of go where it's like oh yeah that's christmas coming up uh i think the only things i like it's gonna be coming out after valentine's day i just realized yeah yeah while we record this plot twist we record this in (laughs) advance advance. yeah but i think like the the holidays sort of that i care about i feel like are like birthdays i care about my birthday and i care Mm -hmm. about i guess melissa's birthday um nobody else's yeah. Not Jesus' birthday. Jesus' birthday. You don't um, care about him? <clears throat> well, uh, I'm I mean, I I enjoy Christmas cuz I like I like getting gifts. Who doesn't? Um But what is it? Is there anything else I but like? But what about the gift of Jesus Christ to the Virgin Mary? <laughs> <laughs> uh um <laughs> Your silence uh, is deafening. Yeah, yeah. I mean, sure. Why not? Sure. Um, <laughs> but what is it? I, I care about birthdays. Valentine's Day, sure. It's 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 whatever. Well, I'll, you know, Melissa and I have plans. We'll go out to eat. We'll see a movie. On Valentine's Day? Yeah, why not? It's the worst time to do it. Everybody's going to be doing it. And? And it's going to be crowded. Depends on the restaurant and the time. This is true. No. Um, but. Want to talk about on 2 a.m.? Yeah. Nobody will be there. You have the whole place to yourself. Very romantic. Yeah. There'll be. I mean, there might. <laughs> uh, there might be what? Crackheads? Yeah, I was going to be like, there might be a homeless person <laughs> like in a corner or in the bathroom or something. But other than that, as long as he's just chilling, we're, we'll be fine. Titanic is re releasing for the 25th anniversary. Want to go see that? Um, honestly yeah I do want to see it I mean no I mean we're going on Valentine's Day you're not invited no. well, I didn't know the 20 I didn't know it was on Valentine's it came out on Valentine's Day it let's see if it did no well it it might just be like the 25th anniversary like year but not like the exact like date well, I don't I don't Valentine's know Valentine's Day is always on the 14th okay but I'm not saying I don't I don't know when Titanic came out originally Okay. That's all I'm saying. Okay, 25th anniversary, Titanic. It is, it's actually showing now mm. already, uh, but it will also be showing on Valentine's Day. And I'm like, ooh, I don't know if I've ever seen this movie in its entirety. Let's go see it in the theater. <clears throat> you know? Yeah. James Cameron, he's hot right now, you know? He's all the buzz, all the rage. Yeah, because, uh, because, uh, three, God. Three, three. It's three hours and 16 minutes. Yeah. I'm not, no. Okay. I'm, I'm at my limit. Yeah, you're at your limit for two hours already. Movies are getting longer. Yeah, exactly. They're gonna, 
How many how many movies that like came out in the past like year that were like three hours long or much longer? It's like stick to ninety minutes, dude. I like it for as long as the movie's good. I like it, but it's like there's Avatar, there's Babylon, there's Black Panther two. Um, I don't know what else. The Batman. Uh, movies are getting very movies are getting longer. Even animated movies. Animated movies used to be like strictly. a like an hour, hour, 30 minutes. hour and a half, and now like Puss in Boots, nearly two hours. Movies are getting longer. This is this is my kind of like conspiracy or something that I've noticed that I I would like to share with the world. This is a not just Aaron exclusive. Joseph's uh, research into that movies are getting longer. Okay. Yeah, that's it. I mean, that's all that that's all I have right now. Just that movies are getting longer. Well, I gave some examples. It's like of like. Animated movies used to be shorter. Now mm-hmm. Puss in Boots is pretty long okay. uh, for an animated movie. Uh, a lot of three-hour movies or close to three-hour movies came out in the 2022. Three hours. Which one? Titanic. It, yeah. It's not like a director's cut as far as I know. It's just the movie. That feels... It's, it's, I didn't know it was three hours and 16 minutes, which is a bit long. But yeah, the original... I Titanic is known for being a long movie. Have you seen it? It is. Yes. Interesting. The only thing it's I three know hours and 14 minutes. So maybe this director's cut added two minutes. Or, you know, it's James Cameron being like, hey, thanks for coming to the movies for two minutes. I didn't know Kathy Bates was in the movie. Yeah, she's like, um, she's one of the rich ladies, right? Sure. You know who Billy Zane looks like? Uh, bald. No. I was going to say Pete Wentz. Oh. Kind of. Speaking of which... Fallout Boy is making their comeback, and I could not be happier. Cool. You, you can't relate at all. How? Why can't I? Re- I had a Fallout Boy phase. I don't think you did. I think. You're just all right, we're that. we're stopping the we're stopping the podcast because you don't deserve to actually like know about it. What are you talking about? Because you're just like I. You're just gatekeeping right out the bat. I'm not gatekeeping. I yes, think you're you just are. Saying things. I like, like to do before. that. I like to do that. Yeah, exactly. But I'm not doing that. So you're you're absolutely serious. <clears throat> yes. Okay. What's your favorite song? That isn't "Thanks for the Memories" or "Sugar We're Going Down." Give me a second. <sighs> See, why is it taking so long? It was a phase. It was years ago. <clears throat> it happened in conjunction with my Panic at the Disco, See, 21 Pilots, and my Chemical Romance phase. Now it all happened at the same up. time. Now I think you're making things. What? How long have you been recording? Because you don't deserve to know it then. An hour and seven minutes. All right. Well, podcast over. Well, Outro. What, what? Are you being serious? I'm being 100% serious. You had, you had, no, because now you're smiling. Well, now because I think it's goofy. Now I think it'd be goofy to smile. Let's see. I think you're lying. Let's see. I think Let's you're see. lying. Fall out, boy. See, now you gotta look it up. I do. I it's, it was a phase. I don't have mine off the bat. Well, you should. Mine's Tom Hallelujah, by the way. It's I was obsessed my with that song. Look, I'm on. What's okay? I'm on my Fallout Boy radio. Extinct. I have a hundred thumbs. Thumbs up. Thumbs. Okay. <laughs> That's not what they call them. Maybe. Uh, let's see. There's Panic at the Disco. There's mm-hmm. Imagine Dragons. Mm-hmm. There's Fallout Boy. There better not be anything in there past 2009. What? Now you're really gatekeeping. <laughs> yeah, I am. Oh my god. 
<sighs> Let's see. I'm waiting. I'm looking. There's 21 pilots. There's Green Day. There's Switchfoot. Man, that's old, really. I can't I can't imagine I would thumb that up, honestly. This content is no longer on Pandora. My favorite song by Fall Out Boy. Um, I'm just waiting for you to name a song. There's Weezer, My Chemical Romance. Uh, oh, I'll say, here, wait. I'll, okay. I, I mean, I really don't like your gatekeeping attitude, but I'll just no, say. No, because I think you're lying. I'll just say uh, Save Rock and Roll. I like that song. <clears throat> you, <laughs> she rolls her entire body <laughs> along with her eyes, and she's like, it better not be past 2009. I'm sorry I didn't discover them until after that, Aaron. I, I didn't, didn't discover either. them until. I didn't discover them until, um, yeah, Save Rock and Roll, that yeah. album. Yeah. When I, was, I don't think I discovered them. What was like? Their, but I still listen to their old stuff. What was the, what was I their like some tracks from centuries? Stage. Centuries was my introduction. Okay, and uh, that was probably yeah, your song. introduction as it well. It was not. My introduction was Dance Dance yeah. from From Under the Cork Tree. And how'd you hear it? On YouTube on a Sims Three Machinima. Mm. I'm not lying. That's sick. It's epic. Real gamer stuff. Yeah. Real gamer shit. Yeah. Real gamer stories by real gamers. <laughs> Buy real gamers for real gamers. GameStop, exactly. power to the players, you know? <laughs> I, uh, yeah. Okay. Let me be, let me, let Listen, me, let me I like what I like. I was a hardcore Fall Out Boy fan okay. in high school, right? So, like, I feel like, I feel, I have some authority here. Yeah, to gatekeep and be a total douchebag about it? Yes, exactly. That's not, I mean, ugh. Have you listened to their new single? No, it was a phase. It was years ago. Okay. It was, Yours was a phase. Mine was, is enduring. Okay, that's fine. That's yeah. how all my music is. Yeah. I had a childish Gambino phase. Okay. Okay? Name a song. You don't, you haven't listened to Childish Gambino. <laughs> that's why I'm laughing. Okay. I, wonder I know I'm, a couple songs. Yeah. This is America. Yeah. Um, Red Bone. Yep. Um... Sweatpants? Yeah. Is that the name of one? It is. Oh, wow. Yeah. See? <laughs> Real fan. <laughs> I, st- I can't get over you saying centuries. That, I'm not saying that was my favorite. Okay, you were just naming one. Yeah, oh, I was just saying that was probably the first song of theirs I heard. Yeah, because on that the NFL was the, playoffs. <laughs> well, I'm, I mean, I didn't watch football. I'm just saying okay. it was on the radio. It was their first song to go viral. No. It, like. Was it not? I mean, in the modern era, maybe, but they've had songs to go big before that. I mean, okay, thanks but, for the memories. But has any of their songs been as Sugar big as down? Centuries? Yes. No. Yeah. Yes, their entire pre-2009 era, they had a lot of big songs from their... Let me see. From from Under the Cork Tree, Infinity on High. But I'm they saying... They had a collab with Jay-Z, okay? Jay-Z. I'm saying That's as, a big deal. As big... As big, like number one billboard charts, whatever. I don't know about number one, but they definitely hit number three with uh, From Another Cork Tree. That was their second album, their sophomore album. I'm talking about songs, not albums. Um, They probably had, you know what? We're research in progress. Good. Because I'm not, I'm not saying those other songs aren't good. I'm not saying they weren't big, but I'm mm-hmm. saying that was like 
to my knowledge, was like their big mainstream thing. Like think of Twenty One Pilots. I don't mm-hmm. know if you listen to Twenty One Pilots, but like Never think of you turn back time. all their yeah, that was their first big thing. Yeah, because it's playing on the radio. Like exactly, and so was Centuries. You you buffoon. Um, where's all the chart positions? Okay. This is for the album and not a song, but for Word. the Cork Tree debuted and peaked at number nine on Billboard 200. Sugar We're Going Down reached number eight in the U.S. Billboard Hot 100. And this is only from Front Under the Cork Tree. And let's see. Dance Dance, the album's second single, is also a top ten hit. And was certified three times platinum. Let's see. So that's from Under the Cork Tree. And that came out in 2005. So, Infinity on Hyenski. All right, so Infinity's first week was a major success and was the band's biggest selling week, selling 260,000 copies to debut at number one on the U.S. Billboard 200, and that's the album itself. Uh, the, this charting was first started with the lead single, The Carpal Tunnel, Tunnel of Love, with minor success on the Billboard charts. It doesn't say where it was. Um, bolstered by the further successful second single, This Isn't a, This Ain't a Scene, It's an Arms Race, which reached number two on both US and UK charts and top five in other countries. Thanks for the Memories peaked at number 12, which is surprising to me because I feel like that's the song that they're most remembered for. Um, let's see. It found its greatest success in Australia, where it parked at, uh, peaked at number three. Let's see here. And then they had a live album. And then Folie Ed was their, you know, their last. Is album. that how you're going to say it for a joke or two? Folie Ed. I mean, that's that's how you say it. Let's Are you sure? It. It's French. I I feel like even even French would. would okay, maybe I'm. Sacre bleu at your pronunciation. <laughs> so Folie spent. Two weeks within the top 20 of its 22 chart weeks. Infinity on High did really good, is what I'm saying. I'm not saying it didn't. Okay. And I think Centuries only got as popular as it did because it was chosen for the NFL playoffs of whatever year it was chosen for the and NFL I'm playoffs. And I'm not saying that that's a good or bad thing. I'm just saying it's probably their biggest song. Okay. Their most mainstream. I'm their consulting most... Spotify. Okay. Because as we know, most people use Spotify. That That's probably a decent metric. Well, <laughs> I just looked up Spotify and Spotify. Nice. Um, all right. Number one. God, you're right. God, I hate that you're right. Yeah. No. <laughs> it's got 900 million streams on Spotify, followed by Thanks for the Memories, which only has 500. Well, okay. I don't know how they calculate this, but... Number one is 900 million. Mm-hmm. Number two is 500 million. And number three is 600 million. So it's not like in order. Let me see. Because sometimes I'll notice with like some bands that if they release new music, then a new song will like shoot to the top of their popular list. How do they order it then? I mean, I that's no the idea. only one that's out of order as far as we can see. Like maybe it's like how often it gets played, not how many times it's been played. You might be right. However, <clears throat> I have an application called Spotistats okay. where I think I can see. I, can I mean, see the like numbers speak of, for itself already. I know, but it's like out of order. So I'm trying to see like the more in-depth stuff. One out of the five was out of order or I guess two. Two were swapped. 
<clears throat> Already, Centuries has like nearly a billion. Um. Okay. Well, it says this is their top tracks, and I think it's still okay. No, it isn't. And you're probably right about the NFL thing because that just means like there's probably uh thousands hundreds of thousands of guys that that is now on their like workout playlists or their sports playlists or their like get hype playlists you know what i mean yeah but this is it's from a, one of their most mid albums so it who makes me cares mad. it's not about, i care it's not about the quality i'm it just should be oh my god literally like american beauty american psycho I'm Who looking, is she? We I'm don't looking know her. at as, That is the art pop of Fallout Boy albums. I am oh man, you're even gatekeeping Lady Gaga now too. Yeah. You're like, yeah, even Lady she Gaga. doesn't remember art pop. Okay. <clears throat> anyway, I'm looking at this objectively, and you're like, no, 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 that album sucks. There's no way it could be number one. <laughs> Clearly, you've ne- never listened to mainstream music. Cause yeah, if it sucks, yeah, it's probably gonna be number one. Well, you know, there's some some good songs that were were Topping charts. Like? Centuries? Um, Pompeii by Bastille. I unironically like that song. I do too, but why? <sighs> See, if you, if you like... It just came to my head, okay? Uh-huh. Because it's a meme song, right? It's a meme song? Yeah. Is it? I've, I've seen it on like a few meme song Spotify playlists that have a lot of followers. So, you know. Uh, yeah. Authority. Yeah, yeah. I don't know why it's a meme song though, because it is like a legit a good song. Yeah, I like to. I like to. So to is centuries. I'm gonna have to disagree. Well, see, I feel like if you listen to like a lot of Bastille, you'd probably gatekeep and say Pompeii is dog shit. You know? I mean, yeah, maybe. Yeah, that's but. not a maybe. That's a certifiable fact. <laughs> that's one of the laws well, of the okay. universe. What, what's what's a, an artist <clears throat> that has like a really popular song that I don't think it's their best song? I'm asking myself. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so who okay, who who do I listen to that's like really mainstream? I'm not gonna say Lady Gaga, because I don't really listen to her like that. I thought you were gonna say because she's not mainstream. No. <laughs> why are there only what why are there only okay? I'm just gonna go through my albums that I have. So let's see. Also, I'll say something about Pandora is that um and I'm not necessarily complaining about this, but to, I don't know. I don't want you to view me. I don't want you to gatekeep and like view me too harshly because of like how Pandora operates itself. But like Pandora's mm-hmm. not great for kind of like discovery. Like it's really going to show you like it's going to play you the big hits mm-hmm. and maybe like the the stuff just below that, but it's not going to play you like every song from every album. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So there's probably a lot of fallout boy songs I've never heard. You know what I mean? It's like, I've just like heard all of infinity on high. Maybe. I don't know. Uh, you probably <clears throat> heard thanks from the memory. So I've heard that. Yeah. And that, but that's not like obscure. No, like, but it is know. from that album. Yeah. Um, there are a lot of deep cuts on that album that are really good. Exactly. I, I don't think I Pandora is good for deep cuts. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and I'm fine with that. I, I wouldn't consider "Bang the Doldrums" a deep cut, but that one's really. But good. it makes it makes basically any of the songs that aren't <laughs> singles on that album pretty good. Hmm. Anyways, basically, so, if other people haven't listened to it, I think it's good. <laughs> that's not true. So there's this band called Our Last Night. They're a, I guess, metalcore band, but they also do a lot of covers 
And their most popular song on Spotify with 40 million listens is a cover of Astronaut in the Ocean, which sounds however it sounds. But I think their, let me see, probably their best work. Why is this not in order? Okay, I just scrolled down the singles. I think probably one of their best albums is either Oak Island or We Will All Evolve. People who listen to their covers probably have not heard of them, but real core heads will know about, you know, The Air I Breathe, Deceiver, I mean, I mean, the song Oak Island off the album Oak Island, you know? Like, they, they have some actually good music. They just do a lot of covers, I guess, because it makes them money. I have no idea how that works, but that that's just what they do. Anyway, speaking of, of mainstream, I started listening to Beyonce. Because I was, I was curious about Renaissance and uh, Slabber, I gotta say. It's a dance album, and it, it, it do be hitting. I like it. My favorite songs off of it. I really like I'm That Girl, which goes into Cozy, which goes into Alien Superstar. And then I really like Break My Soul as well. And I like Move. Yeah. Some of them, a couple, well, not some of them, like a couple of tracks are more R&B than dance. But, um, yeah. I specifically started listening to it because after the Grammys, um, people were complaining that it won, like, best electronic album. Because apparently they still think it's 2004 and Beyonce only makes R&B and, like, pop. Which I thought was really funny. Because I've never listened to it and even I knew that it was a, an electronic album electronic slash dance so I just thought you know y'all love to complain I don't know why but um the girlies were on to something it's a good album and that's all I have to say speaking of music what's today no we're, we're done <laughs> I'm tired well hold on I'm tired okay, it's only the ninth so I'm, I'm tired I'm tired I'm tired I'm tired tired of <laughs> being gatekept exactly well this has been you don't have anything else to say about what I don't know. I feel like I, I maybe wanted to show you my thumbs up from my Fall Out Boy radio, but then I think you'll just gatekeep even more. You're going to well, say they're all trash. Maybe. It depends. Yeah, I'm not taking that risk. Well, let me see. I'm curious. <clears throat> I'm not taking the risk. I won't say anything, then I'll keep my mouth shut. Nah, that's even worse. Positive. I'm employing the, the kindergarten rule. If I don't have anything nice to say, I won't say it. It's not all Fall Out Boy. It's okay. just Fall Out Boy and Fall Out Boy adjacent. This is gospel, hallelujah. Um, I told you to stop Panic at the Disco Live when I was in high school, which is good that I did it then because they are no moss. At all? Yes. Really? Yes. What happened? Well, I guess Brendan Urie decided to call it quits because he's the only one in the band. But yeah. Really? Uh, Panic at the Disco is no moss. What's he doing now? He's just retired? No, he probably has because they just put out an album, oh. so he's probably just gonna do like his solo, solo career, which mm. is what Panic at the Disco has been for a few albums now. So, <clears throat> got some Imagine Dragons. The only difference between Martyrdom and Suicide is press coverage. Good, good, good one. That's I don't even remember that's. I don't remember that song. I don't know what that is, but it's, I gave it a um, thumbs up. I can't remember if it's 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 it's, it's, it's on a fever you can't sweat out. Uh, Emperor's New Clothes, personally not my favorite from that album. The Santa Stevens Arms Race, it's okay. Sugar We're Going Down, 
fine. Miss Jackson, also fine. Don't threaten me with a good time. Decent. Imagine Dragon song you never heard of. Dance dance. Goaded. Um They have they have a Demi Lovato feature? Okay. Yeah. Torian Pilots, Green Day, 21 Guns, quintessential Green Day song. Um, never heard of Switchfoot. Let's see. Never? No. Huh. Uh, Victorious. <laughs> this was the final song that was played at that concert. And I remember like halfway through the song, everyone started to leave. <laughs> Which, including us, which I, I don't, I don't, well, I guess, you know, to get ahead of the traffic, because this was Birmingham, but 4th of July, again, American Beauty, American Psycho. There's a, there's an Elton John feature on that one. Save Rock and Roll. No, that's literally Save Rock and Roll. <laughs> Never mind. Because, <laughs> yeah. Uh, Weeza. Uh, teenagers. Honestly, not the best song from that album. Probably the worst song on that album okay. but like it's an album of all bangers so you know it's the least bangery of the bangers i don't <clears> care <throat> bopper death valley literally never heard of it uh a john legend song guy sebastian lupe wait so Fiasco. there's a fall there's a fallout boy you haven't a fallout boy song you haven't heard this is from the post 2009 era so you just don't like that album at all i like save rock and roll just only a couple songs from it and i haven't listened to it all the way through so let's see lighters featuring bruno mars how to save a life sometimes you know i'll just i'll I'll, I'll break out into song without alone together this song got me together when i was like uh an adolescent like i listened to this so much i felt that in here you know it was it was just it was the sauce anyways um the script now, I've never heard of this script song, but there were a couple of songs from the script that I really liked uh, in, like, middle and high school. Secrets by One Republic. Again, another one. Another quintessential One Republic song. Um, Tighten Up by the Black Keys. I'm trying to remember, but I can't anyways. Welcome to the Black Parade. Yeah. I can't, I can't start thinking about it because then I'm just going to start singing it. Um, Skyway Avenue by We the Kings. Now I know We the Kings because I recognize this this album cover, but I don't know what Skyway Avenue is. Sarah Smiles, probably one of the least. I don't know. Vices and Virtues. It was a fine album, but it was largely forgotten about. Thanks for the memories. Quintessential Fallout Boy. Good Life by Winter Public. Man, that song also got me together as as a youngin. Yeah. Absolute story of a girl. Never heard of this. I bet my life by Imagine Dragons. You've heard. You've heard story of a girl. I'm. I'm pretty sure it's like. I'm. I'm pretty sure it's like. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. That song. I don't know. You've heard the song. I'm trying to wait for like the chorus or something because I. I really. I'm pretty sure that was the chorus. Oh, yeah. It's not ringing any bells. I mean, it sounds like every other song from that time frame, but I. I don't. I don't. Also, we should really stop playing it. Yeah, I mean, you can cut it out, maybe. Yeah. Okay, continue. Uh, let's see. <sighs> Tiptoe by Imagine Dragons. Hey, hey there, Delilah by the Plain White Tees. Counting Stars. Unironically, a really good song. Oh my god. Um, 
radioactive. I like how you like gatekeep all this Fallout Boy, but you're like the most. I I don't know. These I feel are, like I can gatekeep about like that are like actually good. Yeah. So it's know? like if it's a if it's a radio hit of a band you don't like, then it's fine. But if it's a radio hit of a band you do like, then it's trash. I don't. I didn't I'm seeing say a pattern I like here. One Republic. I'm not a One Republic stan. Exactly. That's what I just said. No, you said if it's a radio hit of a band I do like, then. No. Well, okay, if that's what I said, which I don't think it is, I said if it's a radio hit of a band you don't like, then it's good. If it's a radio hit of a band you do like, then it's trash. I mean, some of these Fall Out Boy songs were radio hits. Like Alone Together and some what else? Uh, Dance Dance. Okay, I heard okay. that on the radio in the Year of Our Lord. It's not an exact science, okay, but I've anyways. cracked your code. I do really like their cover of Beat It. That was actually really good. Yeah. Dear Maria, count me in. Oh my goodness. This song gets me together to this day. If I hear that opening cough, I'm going to start. I'm going to start singing. The okay. opening ahem. <clears throat> yeah. Let's see. Lonely Boy by the Black Keys. 27 by Fall Out Boy. Legit. I've never heard that one. That's funny. So I guess there's songs that. Oh, and it's from Folie D. Yeah, it is. And you haven't heard it? Fake fan. You heard it here first, not just Aaron exclusive. She actually doesn't like Fallout Boy that much. See you again is <laughs> on here. What is this? Oh, uh, right really? there. Yes. That's funny. Uh, Daylight. For some reason, I really like that song when it was like, you know, doing it. What about, thing. wait, wait, you skipped over. What about She's what? My Winona? I, I don't, I haven't. Oh, she hasn't heard another Fallout Boy song that I have and I like it. Okay. Oh my God. Immortals. Fake fan. I like how this this I thought you were just gonna gatekeep, but I'm actually exposing you. Pompeii by Bastille. Yep. Let's see. I'm I'm skipping. She's right skipping, now. she's skipping all the Fallout Boy songs. Nine she doesn't afternoon. know. I don't know what this album art is, but that's from Vice's No, it's not. It's from Pretty Odd. Um, and that's not the album art for it. So nope. I don't know what that's 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 all about. I'm like Lori with the way I always try to get you off. I think that's the full name. Did you already say a head first slide into whatever? No. Oh my God. I love this. Ugh. I love that you don't know these songs. That's it. Yeah. She phone. said, I'm done. She Take said, I'm done. Crunchy phone with no You're case. You're a bigger fo- Fallout Boy I'm fan. I'm a bigger phone. I am a bigger phone. I'm a bigger Fallout Boy fan than you. It's okay. I know they're good songs. You most don't. Of their stuff is from, again, their post 2009 era. This is the story of a girl who cried a river and drowned the whole world. Anyways. Because your clothes never wear as well the next day and your hair never falls in quite the same way. They quote that in Everything Everywhere All at Once. Really? Yep. Wow. It's a reference to the song. Okay. Yeah. Cool. It's funny. If you know the song. Yeah. Well, I don't. Yeah. So. But maybe like subconsciously. I I swear I don't. I've never heard that song before. That's funny then. How is it funny? I don't know. Because I thought it was a big hit. I thought a lot of people, a lot of... A lot of 90s, early 2000s babies have heard it. So Gen Z. Yep. Uh, there's younger Gen Z that definitely hasn't heard it. I don't know. Older Gen Z. Okay. The cooler Gen Z. Us. The better Gen Z. Us. The superior Gen Z. Us. Anyway, now are you done? Am I done? Am I done making fun of you and exposing you for the fake Fall Out Boy fan you are? Yes, I am done. Thank you, madam. (laughs) Okay. 
I think that's hilarious that there's songs on there that I've heard and like that you haven't. Because they're from the post-2009 era. No. What? what, what okay, when did so Folly Do come out? A lot of those that were listed. Oh, my God. It came out in 2009. I'm not lying. I thought well, it, the the I'm looking this up. You, you might can be look right, it up, but it did come out in 2009, and that's when they broke up after that album came out. But they got back together, and they had a regrettable comeback. Oh my god! So man, she's she's like actually literally... no. I take that back. They didn't have a regrettable comeback. Their comeback album, Save Rock and Roll, was fine. Uh huh. They started to fall off in say uh, American Beauty, American Psycho. Uh-huh. After that, I stopped caring until now. Oh my god! Because Love from the Other Side, Bop Banger Jam Slam. Wow. Count on, 2008. You're lying. Let me see. Screw you. Well, they broke up in 2009. Okay. Still pre-2009. So I guess it's good then. And I guess you haven't heard it. And I guess you're a fake fan. <sighs> so all these other albums suck. Folly Ado, Save Rock and Roll, American Beauty, American Psycho, Mania. Mania. Oh, God. Mania. Everybody I don't know. Forgot about Mania. I did too. I, I think that was that was what made me stop listening. Yeah. Yeah. I, I I pressed play on the first track of that album. The first like five seconds, I was like, you know what? At least we can agree on that. I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. But a new album, it might be a slapper. They're 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 it's touring. Po- it's it's post 2009 though, so it's probably going to be trash. Well, they're having a comeback era. Are they? Yes. They're they're touring with Bring Me the Horizon. But it's post 2009. Okay. It's going to be bad. By your logic, it will be bad. Who, who, by my logic, yes, excuse you're the one me? Pushing this. I'm not. I'm reiterating and emphasizing your point, sir. No, I'm saying that they're having a resurgence, which means that that era is ending. Have you heard the songs? Yes, I've heard the songs. Okay. Is the, the album ones? out? No, it's not out yet. They're but just there's some songs. Okay, one single. Love from the other side. And it's, it's a great. bop. What I if it's, it. what if that's the only good song? Well, you know, I've then been resurgence that over way exactly, and yeah. post two thousand nine still stands. But I think the fact that they're you know touring with Bring Me the the Horizon that feels like you know that feels promising. I was listening to a Suicide Season this morning on the way to work. I can't handle all this hypocrisy. I'm not even gonna be here for the outro. I'm leaving, bro. <laughs> Wait, who's our sponsor? Uh, uh, yeah, exactly. Fallout Boy. Well, we haven't gotten there yet. It's our sponsor. Whatever. Anyway, this, I can't believe he's gone. This is, he walked off the set. He's having a diva moment right now. Like he always does. Anyway, this has been the 20, no, not 25th. Oh God. 35th episode of the Not Just Aaron podcast. You can find us on all major podcast platforms. That is Google, Apple, YouTube, Spotify, Anchor. That was so out of order. Um, you can follow us on social media at not just Aaron pod, Twitter and Instagram. They exist. You can follow them. And that's cool. Um, I guess, oh, to discuss all things, not just Aaron, you can use the hashtag NJA pod, boobity boo, bobbity ba. We're sponsored by follow boy. Thank you. Wait, it's follow boy, right? Yeah. Okay. Specifically post-2009 Fallout Boy. Thank you to post-2009 era Fallout Boy for financially supporting the Not Just Aaron. I can see you in the reflection of the the, the oven. That's good. (laughs) Thank you.
to post 2009 era of Fall Out Boy for financially contributing. That's not even how I say it. I know, I'm distracted. I, I need to get a grip. We are sponsored by post-2009 era Fall Out Boy. Thank you, post-2009 era Fall Out Boy, um, for sponsoring the Not Just Aaron podcast. We cannot do it without financial contributions like yours. And Joseph is distracting me in the other room. So I must go.